Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And with a collapse of the former superpower, several powerful factions now vie for control. The threat is real. An evil organization calling itself SCAR. Known only as SCAR. Their goal, nothing short of total world domination. Led by this man, known only as Iron Claw. We will be victorious! Not on my watch! Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This time we're talking about G.I. Joe Extreme, a pretty darn good episode at that. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan and I'm no simp. <laughs> I'm Gina Ippolito. I don't know if that means that Chan didn't like the episode or because he knew that Ray liked the episode, he's choosing not to like the episode. No, I can being contrary on purpose <laughs> you, in the chat. You were already like, oh, this is amazing. And then I'm watching. I'm like, oh, right. There's a little bit of continuity and you guys just go apeshit for it. <laughs> You're right. Typical. That's all it takes. Hey, remember that I, thing that happened on a previous episode? We're going to iterate on that. Oh, shit. I liked it for the same reason. But this is a good lesson. This is a good reminder to never tell Chan when we like something. In fact, you should do an experiment, Ray, and yeah. next time there's a really good episode, you should be like, oh my God, this episode was terrible. Or next time there's a really bad episode, you should be like, ooh, this was, this was so good, and then see what Chan says, and then bust out with like, ha, yep. I was, this was all a test. Yep. I would also like to know the answer. I, I would like to know the results of that experiment. Because hmm. I don't uh, like, uh, oh, I don't know. Chan, I don't know, know thyself. How do you know I didn't do that this time? Dun, dun, dun. I will because say, you're, you're incapable of subterfuge. Yeah, that's not yep. a thing that you do. Yep, <laughs> I'm not good at it. Oh, man. No, I, my lies go uh, unearthed very quickly. <laughs> uh, regrettably. Uh, uh, key to a successful marriage. <laughs> like you're, you're truthful, like not intentionally, but like it comes out eventually. And so <laughs> it's close enough. What choice do you have? Like, you know. Yeah. May as well own it. Uh, well, this is G.I. Joe Extreme. This is episode 16 overall called A Traitor Among Us. 
Now, have you guys played the game Among Us? That was my first question walking in the door. Let's talk about that. I have not. I have tried and I don't understand it, so I gave up. Wait, oh, really? is that like where is that like werewolf? Basically, yeah. It's sort of okay. it's, it's werewolf the video game as your aliens. Oh, right. No, I have not played it. I am aware of it, but I have not played it. I just I will just just to toot my own horn, we had a work function uh when I was working at Respawn Games. And it was like our holiday party of sorts, but it was COVID. So we had like a whole like Zoom party and we played Among Us like as part of it. So I got it just to play it there. And I'd never played it before. And I don't know that I've played it since either. <laughs> but I will say uh, I people just thought I was an idiot because I had no idea what I was doing. And like I walked into a room and then I walked out of it and then they found a dead body in there that I didn't even see. <laughs> and they were like, hey. You just came out of there and there's a dead body. And I'm like, guys, I know how this looks. <laughs> <laughs> and they killed me and I wasn't even guilty. I was just dumb. But that played into later. We had another game that we had played and it was me and another person who was just, you know, one of those people who in gaming, you know, never to trust them, you know, array. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I recognize that about them. Well, me and that other person, uh, we were the two baddies. And so we ended up knocking off like three or four people before they found the first body. And so we were just like, we're in the cat bird seat. Let's do this. And we won. We murdered everybody. It was great. So anyway, I like that game a lot. It's a fun party game. I couldn't imagine playing it. Not like in a group chat with other people, just playing it with randos. That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, that was my problem. Maybe that's like better though, because then you don't, you truly don't know them. Well, the thing is, you also have to like have, I mean, I don't know how the app actually works on my computer. You don't exactly have a voice thing set up. So you have to have a separate voice thing to communicate with each other. Otherwise, it's just all, I don't even know, gestures. I don't know. Uh, But I feel like, I feel like with most friends, like everyone has that one friend who's just like you know everyone knows everything that they're thinking sure 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 so like i feel like with strangers you truly have no idea who's a sociopath all of them i mean yeah 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 that's a good point chan um i, I think it's like if you have five or six people you play a jackbox game if you have like nine or ten people you play among us i think that's how it's supposed to work yeah, those jackpot games are real fun. I like them a lot. I like them a lot. But anyway, More I'm fun than watching this show. Am I right? How dare you? Can am I right? Watch did this you? Show? I don't, are you I don't seriously uh, uh, lying to me and saying that it was a good? Uh, you really liked it? <laughs> You'll what, never know. Now, You'll never know, Chan. Yeah, I mean, like I literally will know because we're about to do this and talk about it. And if you want to continue the con of lying all through the show about how you liked or disliked something uh, defeats the purpose of the show. How about that, Chan? What if I spent the entire time saying how much I liked it, but mm-hmm. then I just never tell you my true feelings on it? I take that secret to my grave, mm-hmm. and you never find out if it was part of the experiment or not. See, that's going to be much worse on you than me. It's the reason why I'm I'm going to I'm going to give you I'm going to give everybody in the audience a helpful bit of uh, ad, uh relationship advice. It's easier to not do the thing that you have to lie about because 
even if you do the thing that feels real good, then like you're like, oh, but I can't tell them, and I got to figure out a th- like what time was I doing this, and then and you and you have to like start remembering, and uh, you know your processing power uh, decreases as you know the lies stack up. It's so much easier. My life's just way easier just not to do the bad thing, and my uh, my life and relationships uh, just uh, exponentially got better after that. So you know, I'll be honest, I couldn't follow that. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured that 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 checks out. So we have our first ever, and this was exciting to me. Previously on GI Joe Extreme, yeah, I really dug this because I that? thought that they were finally going to show us how he made that change so quickly. Oh my god, <laughs> they didn't. They definitely Ugh. did not do that. But they at least reestablished. Specifically, there's no more guesswork. Like, is Clancy, is, is Iron Claw really Clancy? Do we actually know? Is there doubt in the air? Yes. New Clancy is for sure Iron Claw. Clancy is for sure being held prisoner by Steel Raven. And they and, and Clancy does not want to tell the secrets, weirdly enough. He goes, You could I love this line here because you could says you could you tortured me a whole bunch. I'll give it to you. That was some good ass torture. And I'm not gonna tell because I just can't tell. And Steel Raven legit just says, uh that was fun. Oh, we haven't even started yet. I was just torturing you because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love and that. I, I got a big hearty joy out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good character stuff so uh, uh she says i have operation brain drain we're gonna put this thing on your head and it's gonna suck Ooh. out all your secrets and we're gonna know all the stuff anyway so I, that really doesn't matter if you tell us or not d yeah i you know what d- i couldn't tell but does it look like he like it looks like he's dying right like they they sort of gray his face and it looks like i i would love it if because like I would love it if the Joes just find him and he's just a drooling, googling baby with Ooh, like a soft, yeah. mushy head and gray oh, skin. The, whoa. Okay. I don't. I don't know that that's how the brain drain works. Is that it <laughs> also softens your skull? Um, although I kind of feel it does. No, I, I like Gina's take on this, and uh, I'm going to get behind it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want it to be terrible. I did like that there was an actual artificial brain there that I guess sucks all of the brain and puts it into that new fake brain. Yeah. I need to go back and watch brain. it again to make sure I saw it because it's just a little clip. Like they show up for just a second and it goes away. And I was like, wait a minute. Was that like a brain in a jar? And now his <laughs> yeah. brain is in this. Br- what is happening? They don't really go into any further detail on specifics but yeah that was real weird i really dig a synthetic brain (laughs) fair uh i (laughs) dig a brain drain machine with a giant ass button that says brain drain (laughs) thank you for that also when you press it again it says stop this is make it real easy for you it's like they have um at uh, uh cape canaveral you know a big button that says rocket go zoom and then, mm-hmm. you know, five, four, three, two, one, zero, you press the rocket go zoom button and then everything goes off. That's how See, that Jen, works. Yeah. I, you know what? When you give me buttons like that, I can follow your plot. Take a lesson, Legion. It's a brain. They transfer his brain into another brain. What part of that is difficult to follow? I would love it if though it like if that's what you think it is like, oh, they're going to they're going to put this synthetic brain into a different body. 
But I would love it if it was just, you know, uh, Iron Claw comes in and he's like, is the synthetic brain ready? And he just throws it into a blender, blends it up and drinks it like a smoothie. Mm, oh, snap. Brain smoothie. Well, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, uh, that's well, what I want to see. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I am very curious to see how, how this synthetic brain plays out. I, it better, I mean, it better get resolved. I think it will, because if, if there's like one will. thing we've learned from extreme, it's that they're good at resolving things, except for telling us how, uh, how iron claw changed so quickly. We don't need resolution for the <laughs> brain drain. It's got a button that says brain drain. His brain has been drained. That's it. The rest is aesthetics. Let so you don't go. you you're not at all interested like when it drains his brain does mm-hmm. that mean he no longer has those memories is it eternal sunshine of the spotless mind rules or is it just replicating memories so he still has all those memories the synthetic brain has all those Here's memories That's a good question. i want to know quick side acquiring synthetic brains <laughs> want to know <laughs> i want to know um how are you guys watching severance yet no. no. Just started watching episode one. Thought it was going to be a comedy. Not a comedy. It's got what? Adam Scott in it, but it's not a comedy. So just know that going like in. Ben Stiller or something? Uh, it is, yes, directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. Comedy. Very not, funny. It's not, on TBS. Very funny. Not a com. It's not oh. on TBS. It's on uh, Apple TV. TBS? Apple what TBS. are you, 85 years old, Ray? Superstation. You know, when they took the Braves games off, I kind of lost all interest in TBS. I'm not going to lie. You know what? There's wrestling back on there. So there you go. It's, it's the Wait, old I haven't watched. Again. I haven't sat down and watched wrestling in too long. You know this about me. I know that about uh, you. I, I don't. I would. It's not that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like uh, you are the uh, um, the James Gavsey of this show because you're like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely plan on playing video games. <laughs> and that's been going on. That's a bit that's been happening for years. Boy, that's, that's too real. <laughs> that's that's very very real and i'm here for it um well we head to the gi joe uh hq uh in the weapons factory in the desert in what arizona i believe we are now and metalhead can't understand where the plans are he's got these plans for this thing and he's like i can't find it they're like yo your area is a disaster there's just shit everywhere you're a goddamn hoarder so of course you can't find it he's like i know that but also i also can't find it i it was right here. I don't know if it was like a digital file he lost or so, but basically he ended up losing this information he, and that immediately makes people unhappy. The file was deleted from his computer and he can't find the backup disc. There you go. Yeah. I, you know, I will say that be, because of this, people start to think that maybe he's the traitor in the midst, which is right. like a terrible, I mean, yes, it's dumb. Like, it, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The guy that is the traitor is openly admitting to the fact that like this, this file is gone. He could have just said nothing and no one would have noticed. Mm-hmm. But I will say if I worked at like a super spy organization and there was one person that was really messy and all of a sudden people are like, let's find a traitor and kill them. Even if I didn't think it was the messy person, I would accuse them so that they would be murdered and I would get a new tidy office mate. I like this. Yep. That sounds that's a very on on a uh, point Gina moment right there. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, it's got to be it's got to be this guy like blah. Look at he's always he's he's got food all over his his desk. It's it's gross. Clearly, he's the traitor. And then like when they killed him, I would be like, 
maybe it's maybe we should keep looking. Maybe there's still a traitor. <laughs> uh, two things. Guys, I'm not sold. <laughs> One, I don't understand. I, I didn't realize that we had the video on and that you were looking at my desk. Um, wow. Food scattered yeah. around, clutter and whatnot. Uh, two, a cluttered desk is the sign of a genius. So there. Oh, you kill the cluttered desk now? guy. You kill no. the one who's going to save the day. That's one you of those killed. things that slobby people tell, like, like seized on in a meme one time. It's like, it's like, oh, people with limp dicks are actually like really hot. That like people are like, oh yeah, well, you know what, my dick might be limp all the time, but it means I'm in the top like tenth percentile of attractive people. That is like one of those things that people heard one time. That like, oh, the messier you are, the smarter you are. Einstein was super messy. That's like totally not true. <laughs> Ray, back me up on this. If you've got a limp dick, you are in the top 10% of attractive people. <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk about, you know, whether, well, you know, my, my area down there, but I will say <laughs> I am definitely in the top 10% of attractive people. There you go. I, I now, now that Ray called it an area, I'm picturing it being a cluttered <laughs> desk. I'm picturing just, just Ray pulls down his pants and instead of a wiener, it's just a cluttered desk with like old mac and cheese bowls. That like Paper you know they're around. so caked on that you just gotta like throw them away and Stay stuff like that. Open because you haven't reloaded <laughs> it yet and you can't find can, the reload. So de- I can definitely confirm that area has been compared to a cluttered desk before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's got a hard drive on it, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. I made hip Boom. thrust there. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> you know, I felt it. <laughs> the, I felt it. The video feed that is not there. <laughs> don't worry about that. That was a good bit. I'm st- That's the premise. We're sticking with it, Chan. We keep our bits going an entire episode. How dare you? You've introduced that piece of information. We must use it now. Your desk is very messy. That's not a bit. I don't know why you keep calling it no, a I've bit. No, I've seen your desk. It is very messy. <laughs> it didn't I've even take that long after moving in uh, that it got messy, too, so. No, I mean, I figured it would start that way and then always be that way. Yeah, no, we picked up the desk entirely, uh, left all the scattered papers on it and had them, uh, you know, do that thing where they wrap it up with plastic and then take it over and then unwrap the plastic. So, like, all the scattered papers are still there. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and the sandwich, the half-eaten sandwich from three weeks ago. <laughs> so they go to visit the president of the United States. And by they, I mean Lieutenant Stone and uh, Clancy, who's actually Iron uh, Claw. And Chan, I need a sound pull for this. For the w- you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. For the way Clancy describes Iron Claw to the president. Stone defeated their charismatic leader, Iron Claw. The what? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I also will say that, like, they were really laying a lot of clues that it was him like he's doing something at some point he's like doing a tick with his hand and that if they hadn't had this episode go the way it did i would have been like okay come on like these this gi joe team is terrible also like tangent i realized like so far i'm digging extreme and we're a whole season into it and it's still good yep uh but i i will tell you this I know it was a huge bit in the original G.I. Joe that I knew no one's name. Uh, and I will say that I have now watched this intro like 80 times and I still names. know no one's name. There's That's only like a handful of people this time. 
Yeah, but I will I will tell you, I will tell you that like I was thinking back to the original and the ones that I did remember, it's like shipwreck, dressed as a sailor, snow job, <laughs> you only see him in the snow. Like they there were I mean, like Flynn, like fuck that, you know, but there were a couple of characters where they were like man with a whale face. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the guy with a whale face. <laughs> and in this one, all of these names at the beginning are totally interchangeable. Like, like quick kick or, or quick something. Quick draw, I, like, draw. He's a little doggy. He's got guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like the, these guys could be anything. I think that they tried with metalhead. But that dude just looks like a California hippie. He doesn't look like a metalhead. He's not got like, you know, like a mohawk or anything like that. So th these names are so generic and interchangeable. Sure. I want another shipwreck. I want another snow job. And, and it's not doing it for me. Yeah. You know, the characters aren't as strong uh, as the storylines are. And obviously characters are probably more important than storylines because all this time later, we remember shipwreck. I don't know how many specific characters other than Mayday breaking her leg every episode and Metalhead being the safest version of what that character could be physically possible in the mid 90s. And even um, Mayday is like that. That name means nothing to me. It's the lady. She's the lady. Yeah, that still that makes no sense unless she's calling for help in every episode because she breaks her leg every episode. That's why her name is made. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's because she's a communist. Oh, OK. Well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, also, there is a Jamaican accent guy. Yeah, uh, that's like quick something. Quick strike. There is. Yeah, that, that that means nothing. If they had named him Red Stripe, then I would be like, okay, like the Jamaican Red beer. <laughs> just oh called him like Fred Marley or something like that to make it. <laughs> but like it makes it makes us if they called him Dreads and I'd be like, okay, he's the guy with dreadlocks or if they called him like sunglasses dreads. But like these names are you could literally call call Mayday Quick Kick and Quick Kick Mayday. And like no one would bat an eyelash. Well, I would because there's no quick kick on this show. <laughs> Whatever. His also, name. every time she kicked, she would break her legs. So that's not great. Oh, that's why uh, it's so quick. It doesn't go very far. To be fair, uh, for years I always called you uh, Spaghetti Lady because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no big big pot of pasta. Uh, yeah, Spaghetti Lady. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I knew that. That's why. Yeah, I'm good with it. What'd you call me, Chan? Are you allowed to say it on air? I mean, <laughs> I don't. Do you, do you really want to know? I mean, I think the people at home <laughs> deserve to know. I think we'll, we'll we'll save it. We'll save it. I don't know if you've seen the uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael special. It's very good. Uh, he uh, teases at the very beginning that um, uh, his, his actual name, like it's not Gerard. That's his middle name. And his first name is like, batshit crazy and he doesn't uh tell you that until the very last thing he says to end the show and it oh, worked really well so great like i'm that. gonna steal that and just at the end of the show i'll tell you what i you know used to call you it's gonna be great when you forget about this bit entirely and so i'm gonna walk around thinking it was like my you were calling me have a good night like that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be upsetting when have i ever said have a good night I was literally, I was literally reaching for what does Chan say at the end of the episode, but usually, <laughs> it's just, 
<laughs> it's usually like a hearty fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's usually some sort of disappointed sigh at something that I just said. <laughs> and maybe the... that is what he called me. To be fair, that would hold up. <laughs> Annoyed grunt in brackets. That's what I call Oh, uh, look. Oh, we're going to do the show. Oh, look who just walked in. Ugh. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that, would, that holds. No, that's that not it, though. So oh, just okay. no, like I said. So here's uh, the deal. We got... The, uh, there's new Scar info. I like the fact that Clancy's like, well, guess we should be done with Scar. And Stone's like, dude, we literally have new information. We got it last episode. Yes, yeah. We're not, we're not going to sit on that, you dumb dumb. Again, this is like, this is like, they're really laying it on thick that this, this is not Clancy. He's doing a lot of weird things. Plus, he's been doing it for several episodes. But honestly, I thought like, I thought him being found out. He, see, here's the thing. This is why I liked it. Contrary to what Chan thinks, it's not just because there's there's some loose serialization and continuity. It's actually because I legitimately thought that this was going to be a season long thing that that no matter how obvious this dude was, that this is not their friend. That like none of these highly trained military specialists would notice uh, and they really like they noticed within two episodes, which is pretty cool because yeah. because like little kids don't give a crap. You could keep this going the entire season and and like kids wouldn't be like, this isn't moving fast enough. But for me, I was like, all right, well, I guess I guess this is going to be the this is going to be the plot. So when when it turns out someone did find him out, I was like, look at that. You found out real fast. Good for you. Blonde guy <laughs> whose name I will never learn because it's not. It's not something that's like, hey, blonde, blonde guy. I believe it is Sergeant Stone. Am I wrong on that, Ray? Lieutenant Stone. Lieutenant the other Stone. one is Sergeant Savage. Sergeant Savage. Gotcha, gotcha. That, those are the two guys that are confused because they are essentially the same. They are. Well, I think they've I think here's the I think they started about the same. And I think they've definitely had much more clear characterization as the series has gone on. Because remember, Lieutenant Stone is the one who figured it out. He's like the hiring command. He's sort of just like, you know, he's kind of a brainy guy who could still fight. And Sergeant Savage spends the entire episode trying to choke out Metalhead. And he's also about eight feet tall. So, uh, well, that's the problem know. is that Stone is also like eight feet tall. I mean, and fair like, enough, but I'm just saying Sergeant Savage is definitely having an issue with some roid rage. I mean, fair. it just seems obvious to me. Yeah. Um, but so so they say we got new information. We have a we have a, a, a traitor inside Scar who's going to give up the goose. He's got the names of not just the Scar people, but all the people backing Scar. He's got the real shit, and we think he's going on. So, of course, Clancy says, okay, me and Stone should be the only two people to know about this. And me and Stone should be the only two people to go get him. And uh, and that's when and that's when Stone's like, you're actually kind of different, Clancy. You're doing some weird shit. I think uh, I like to think he realized it before that. And that's why he's sort of like because he he yeah. he sort of immediately sets up a couple of things that it became clear to me like, oh, they're both they're setting each other up here. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Because Stone gets the rendezvous point. And Clancy's like, let me see that. He's like, mm, you remember how we always do things, Clancy. I don't yeah. show you this stuff. And I was like, dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that it would have been great. cool if, like when they when they got to the rendezvous point, Stone was like, we have five minutes to kill. Why don't we fuck like we always do? It was weird when he said that. Yeah. And then and then like Clancy would be like, well, uh, uh, I guess if that's what we always do. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're always you're always the bottom. And then like just see who blinks first. 
<laughs> I mean, Iron Claw is not. We we all agree that Iron Claw is by right. Yeah. Okay. Have, good. Yeah. Good. Have, I think. I think he'll. I think he will do anything for his to to further his agenda, and he doesn't really care. Yeah. You know what? I respect that in a man. Mm-hmm. Put the plan first. Mm-hmm. By plan, you mean so, dick. Uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> just check. GI Joe will return after these messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nobody beats G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, Rolling Thunder. It's the incredible G.I. Joe, Rolling Thunder. Corp is running scared, starting to wonder, can he survive the Rolling Thunder? Yo, Joe! Nobody beats G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, Rolling Thunder. Machine gun cannon and a rocket tower, Rolling Thunder's an awesome power. Nobody beats G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Rolling Thunder comes with driver, other vehicles and figures sold separately. Back to G.I. Joe. So we cut over to uh, Scar has now stolen uh, Metalhead's files completely. Like, they've stolen all kinds of shit at this point. Like, they are in the system, and they are just wrecking. They are just wrecking everything. And G.I. Joe Extreme does not know what's happening. They just know things are wrong, and they don't quite understand what... Because why would they Why would they even think that, like... Uh, uh, scar would have this you know yeah so. i will say there that scar isn't really playing the long con like they had to realize that that the joes would immediately realize there was a leak like they're not like it's 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 not just a thing where like i don't know why they had to take the codes it it, it seems like if they had wanted to get more information over a longer period of time they could sure. have done this in a tidier more subterfuge way, but instead they were like, nah, fuck it. Let's go all in. Let's like, they're clearly going to know there's a leak. Yeah. I mean, okay uh, with that though. I, Iron yeah. Claw said like, I am here specifically to destroy GI Joe. So uh, he doesn't really have long-term plans. He's, he's using it. Well, he's got it, but like, uh, like his objective is just that. So he doesn't need any of this. Everything else is gravy. No, yeah, I, mean, that, I guess, but I, f- I feel like he should have had like an extraction plan 
Like it's, it would be one thing if he was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Like on the same day, I'm going to steal all their files. I'm going to set some explosives. I'm going to find an excuse to go out and then I'm going to blow up their building and kill them all. Uh, but really he like has no, like, it seems like he wants to be in it for the long haul, but at the same time is not, is not really doing things to make it happen for the long haul. So I I would say though, that I think iron claw it's, he knows he's like riding a bull with this Clancy thing. I mean, one, they got information from somebody who they all think is, you know, uh, you know, dead or, you know, they, they would never suspect him because he didn't physically actually do it. He's been in their sights the whole time. But he also has to know that the, this team is very competent. They figured out that Count Von Rainey was Iron Claw, and they defeated Iron Claw and Scar in one fell swoop. So I have to believe, like, I'm Clancy. I know G.I. Joe Extreme is very competent. I'm only going to get so much time before they find me out. We have to make moves quickly on this while we can. And I kind of I kind of was with that aspect of the plot uh, because of that fact. As a... Uh, uh... Why Sage once said, uh, I don't dance, I make money moves. And I think that uh, that is exactly what uh, Iron Claw is doing in this situation. Making like money that. moves. I like me some money okay. moves. Um, well, we cut over to Savage and Metalhead are now just absolutely, you know, Savage is not letting this go. He's like, I know you're a traitor. I'm going to whoop your ass. And so third guy who I did not remember who it was, but he said, hey, I took all this time to set up this entire interior base as an obstacle course for you guys. Let's blow off some steam on this obstacle course I just made for you just now. It was very detailed for something that he just threw together. That's all I'm trying to say about that. Also, um, again, uh, big guy helmet face has no proof beyond just like a couple things went missing from this guy's station. Right. I would love it if he actually like sort of put together something that was like, you know, you're the only guy that like doesn't come to come like when we go to hang out outside of work hours. Oh, I thought you meant like suspicious. PowerPoint. You said uh, like together. <laughs> I, like, I was I was picturing a PowerPoint as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. I love a good PowerPoint. Uh, if he presented him with the evidence, but instead, and and to be fair, he's not drawn like a smart guy. Uh, but but big big muscle helmet face is basically just like, yeah, you you misplaced something. That means you're the traitor, and I'm so sure about it that I'm now going to try and murder you. Well, not yes, just that, does. though, uh, because Middlehead does say, like, you've never trusted me just because I have long hair. So I think, I mean, what this is actually is a character thing. Like, the, yeah, you know, he, I guess, he is I guess. letting his own prejudice, prejudices get in the way, and that's kind of cool. But then I would like to hear more of that. I would like to hear him say, like, everyone knows you can't trust a fucking long hair. Also, again, I feel like since he's since he's the one wearing a metal hat on his head, the metal head name could be oh again. I just I, I have notes for the people who named <laughs> these guys. But yeah, I would like to see him or like I would like to hear more of metal head being like. Yeah, remember that one time at the Christmas party when you thought I was hitting on your girlfriend? Like, you've always had a grudge. Like, I want to hear more about this versus just okay. him being like, oh, a, a computer program got deleted. This guy's the traitor. I'm going to I'm gonna beat him until his in innards bleed, <laughs> even though, and I'm not going to clear it with the boss. I'm just going to do it myself. If he dies, he dies. 
Well, they do this obstacle course, and the whole time they're trying to compete with each other. In my head, I'm like, well, there's no way Savage loses this. He's much more physically capable than Metalhead, who's like a tech guy who's not incapable. But come on, we're talking about like Jim Thorpe in his prime with Sergeant Savage here. And 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 understandably, Savage does beat him in the obstacle course. But then it turns into tables of weapons that they just start <laughs> shooting at each other. And I'm like, what kind of what happened? What happened to the narrative here? Um, they just start shooting weapons at each other, and that's when Metalhead just starts picking him off and getting hits in. And then what I loved about it is they're shooting at each other. He's hiding behind a table, Metalhead is. He grabs a weapon, turns around, blasts Sergeant Savage in the shoulder, like literally gives him burn damage with this laser weapon. Savage is just like, what the fuck? And just like walks over, grabs the gun, and breaks it from him. <laughs> like, what is this? I don't know. I was still enjoying it regrettably their fight gets broken up because the base starts getting overwhelmingly attacked by scar also like if even if they gave him a name that had to do with his computer skills but not Jesus. the way he physically looked I, like happening. i would be okay with that <laughs> hey what's up bites <laughs> wheels <laughs> you can't chan come on we've been over this <laughs> You called the last guy wheels. He was actually in a wheelchair. Why are you still calling wheels? <laughs> You're the computer guy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you got to take it at that point. That's your name. It's That's wheels. Your name. You can't fight it. Yeah. Um, well, well, I did like that uh, Stone grabs an unconscious metalhead and runs off with him. He's like, yeah, I'm not, still not 100% sure. So I better, I better not make sure he's not dead just in case. But the base gets absolutely blown out. Cut over to Coney Island. How about that for a setting? Coney Island at night. Stone reveals to Ironclaw as they're walking that, like, motherfucker, I know that you are Ironclaw, bitch. And here's and he gives him Gina's PowerPoint presentation of proof. Mm -hmm. So you must have loved this section. He literally pulls out a laptop, uh, uh, casts it to a, a wall, and shows him, here's all the reasons why I know your scar. Suck it, nerd. Yeah, he has he has a good reason. He says he says in that cave, Clancy's sunglasses broke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when he emerged, he was wearing sunglasses again. But then he also says he's never without those sunglasses. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Because uh, in the Oval Office, he took them off. They don't oh. show his face, but he takes them off and it's a shot. Uh, kind of from his lap, and you can see him like rubbing the glasses, like cleaning them. Oh, okay. I love it. I love it. Also, why doesn't Clancy? What's what's he? What does he have to hide? Why doesn't he take those sunglasses off ever? That's a weird. Uh, that's a weird character thing, right? Maybe it's a physical condition where the lights like will like mole man him. You know. I think he's like constantly looking at crotches, and he doesn't want people to see where his line of vision is going. Well, I yeah. Mean, that's why I wear them. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason to wear sunglasses. That's the only reason they're popular. That's why you got to get the wraparound, just in case somebody from the side sees you looking at crotches. <laughs> I say it too much right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like this. I like that he, I mean, I would have loved if he had called the base and been like, hey, just in case anything happens to me, Clancy is Ironclaw. Pass it on. Sure. Uh, instead of just going here with with and, and being like, hey, we're both in this suspiciously foggy place by a dock. Uh, I know you're, I know you're this bad guy who somehow sir, sir like might, might have supernatural powers. Let's fight. Uh, I like that stone was betting on himself though, because he knew that given the situation, neither of them had an opportunity to call backup. 
It was a very clear 1v1 scenario, and he mm-hmm. bet that he could win that fight. And nah, that's some toxic masculinity. I don't need anyone's help bullshit, and uh, I, Gina, I'm i not here for it. Have you seen the show? It is 100% <laughs> toxic masculinity. Yeah, so again, did. as a character trait, that checks out. Yeah. yeah, but I just feel like this week of all all weeks, uh, uh, when when the internet has been nothing but toxic masculinity, it really made me think like, man, just just call call someone, dude. But if he calls somebody, he's with Clancy, who then knows before they even get there that he knows. So yeah, but neither I mean, of them that, could d- make that a doesn't call. matter. He's not trying to squeeze. It's not like like. He's not springing a trap on him. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's he could he could confront him at any time. Sure. There's no reason he needs to wait until he gets to this shady doc. He could have literally done it in that guy's office. Okay, he look. He could have done it in the president's office. Uh, like we all know that uh one of Cobra Commander's uh big weaknesses is his uh need to be a drama queen. Like mm-hmm. he's got to like, yeah. ha, 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 ha. I would suggest that uh, Lieutenant Stone has just a little bit of that himself. He's like, wait a minute. You tell me we're going to the Coney Island at night. It's good. I checked the weather. It's going to be foggy. And then I can spring that. I know that he's uh, iron claw. Hells. Yeah. I'm not. No, 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 no. no. President's going to have to wait. I'm not going to tell you my boys. I'm going to do this. Uh, mono a mono. Because that's how I roll. I don't know. I liked, I feel like, I feel like Cobra Commander's attitude was less toxic masculinity and, and more, yeah, like more like a drama queen with like, like he knew his limits. Like when he was, when he was back into a corner, he was like, well, let's not be too hasty. Uh, You know, like, whereas, whereas I feel like Stone is just. You know, he doesn't he doesn't know what he's up against. This is a dude yeah. that somehow uh made a real fast change that's not explained anywhere. It's, nope, never. It's just costumes, man. So he might be supernatural, is what I'm saying. He might be a shape-shifting demon, is what I'm saying. Did you know that it know. only takes uh, uh Finn Balor six minutes to get on his paint to uh become the demon um in WWE? pretty quick and can he can he physically squeeze himself into a smaller body because that's what this dude did (laughs) that was a weird thing yes that was the part i had the trouble (laughs) with no i still go back to i think i think stone was again betting on himself he said in this fight i feel very confident i will win i have created a clear plan that uh, if and when we i we do this it's just the two of us i win that fight then I get to, you know, then I have control over the situation and we win the day. We beat Scar tonight. What he didn't count on was this kind of really, really good fight that I had a lot of elements to it. I was really enjoying. I like the fact that the fight escalated. They told a story. Uh, Iron Claw takes legitimate damage when he gets hit in the head with the Ferris wheel cars like three or four <laughs> times in a row. Uh-huh. And then he's like, fuck my head. And I was like, that was great. The bit with the roller coaster was cool where he's riding the back car. They're fighting on it. And Iron Claw wins the fight and throws Stone off the like kind of high point of the roller coaster. He does hit a couple things on the way down, which is probably why he isn't dead. But he is done. He is left for dead because that dude is fucked up. And I appreciated everything about this fight. This was an excellent cartoon 
battle. And I, I, I have only positive. It, it, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I do think Claw should have checked to make sure he was dead. Uh, sure. But he probably maybe he didn't have time before that uh, before that dude arrived. I guess he had to catch yeah. the contact. Yep. Also, I wanted him to get a Coney dog. If you're going to mention Coney Island and go there and not get a Coney dog, what are you even doing? Well, I mean, they weren't open. I don't care. You go back there and you make yourself one. Yeah, Ray. He's make a bad yourself. guy. He's going to break in if he wants to. <laughs> but Come that's illegal, now. Chan. <laughs> So uh, he meets the contact, and, and and Iron Claw, as Clancy, is the guy to meet the contact and say, come with me. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Not where I thought this episode was going, but I am here for it. I, boy, it's, I enter a alliance. Boing, put them together. You're my contact. That was great. Felt a little Sesame Street to me, but... Who else would have those cards? It is I liked what it, it is. I, I was expecting a password code phrase, but that was cooler. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could I could easily pickpocket both of those things, and then they could pretend to be the... the you know, it, I, I think what, it would have Go cool meet yourself it... in, uh, under a bridge? What's that? And then go meet yourself under a bridge? What's the point yeah, of that? Yeah, you know, just some real me time. Uh, no, I'm just saying like, you know, a, a, like a verbal code is always fun, you know, some sort of, some sort of like a game thing plus the cards. I don't know. Just, just the cards. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, that's fine. I was fine. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's, you know, like kids totally get it. Like they're like, oh, it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle, mom. Come watch this show. There's like those best friend necklaces where the two hearts go together. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut you, back to hold, the base. Hold on, and hold on. Did you, out of ex- did you not happening? have one of those, Gina? <laughs> it, that sounded oh. like a, that grunt sounded like you really missed out and you're holding it against whoever your uh, best friend was in the fourth grade that they never <laughs> you know, got. I think it was. I, I think the maid offered not, her one and she person. said, you're not of my status. I was not a jewelry person. Uh, we did make friendship bracelets back in the day. So so I exchanged okay. many friendship bracelets, but I wasn't a, a like metal jewelry person. Uh, that would, that would have fallen off on one of the many awesome adventures I was having. Not like you are now. I mean, you are you are getting to be baseline <laughs> Mr. T at this point. <laughs> yeah, something, I'm, something I'm, happened I'm, in something happened in quarantine. Like <laughs> the fact we can even hear your voice over all the rattling is just a testament to good microphones. Ugh, this is like like I would I would never get married because I would never want to permanently wear a ring on my finger. That's the reason why. It's one of many. It's one of many. In the following PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> I, will, I will detail all of the reasons. Uh, I sent you an image uh, uh, proving that I'm a very good transcriber. Uh, as you all know, like uh, as, as I'm watching the episode, I uh, what the have, f am I looking at? I have a program that where I just basically like uh, um, type uh, my transcription as well as I can, and then you know I uh, I then it leaves little points so I can click on it, and that'll take me to the section with the audio. Wait, um, I didn't get a picture. Yeah, you it's did. In our chat. Whoops, that is the wrong window. Oh boy, 
I'm Who'd gonna... you send it to? Is it a picture of your wiener? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and oh, you did put to... it in the wrong chat, but I'm still in that one. Yeah, I sent it to Ray and my mom, so that's, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I but love you didn't that you even say, this is what mom. I want to do to you. That's the problem. <laughs> I love that you thought that I was your mom. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah, just try and figure out which section this is. <laughs> Um, right now, I'm making this picture, Chan, our banner on Twitter right now. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. Uh, there was a, a one of the fun things about the Coney Island fight was they keep going to these different uh, rides and attractions and games and uh-huh. using them, you know, uh, as yeah. part of the fight. One of oh, them yeah. was the, um, the game where you take the hammer and you smack it and then it goes up and dings the bell. Um, uh, but because... I'm not really that good at typing. Uh, I wrote instead of Hammer Smashers, which was the game, Gammer Smashers Dong. Uh, Dong, of course, was the sound of the uh, thing hitting the bell of, of your penis uh, yeah, of my of mm-hmm. my penis. Uh, I do not remember what Donk 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 is, but it looks pretty funny in context. So I just left that. Deal, it's not. It's currently our uh, Twitter banner. <laughs> Jesus. So enjoy that, everybody, because you don't know what that means until you hear this. No, nope, that's nope. the mystery of knowing it's half the podcast. <laughs> Why did they do that on a late Tuesday night? No, yeah, no one knows. That show's crazy. No one wants to know. I think they want to know because and here's the deal, guys. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. They got to listen. Yep. That's the rule. Uh, uh, so uh, the uh, the third person, the handy person who built the obstacle course tells uh he says, Metalhead, let's give him a chance here. He says he has a way to stop us from getting blown to Kingdom Come. At this point, we're about to get blown to Kingdom Come, Sergeant Savage. Let's just let, let's give him a chance here. And sure enough, Metalhead goes and he, well, he has success a couple more scenes from now, but they say, go take your shot with your thing. Speaking cool. of Kingdom Come, uh, the camera angle here, uh, savage sergeant savage comes up behind metalhead and like grabs him sort of like a hug i don't know it feels like i see it's like he's right behind him like right on him like breathing in his ear and he's got his hand on his shoulder and he's like sort of like jiggling him a little bit i'm like this is this is gay porn this is absolutely <laughs> this dude is railing him oh, yes. in the middle of a firefight which is you know like i am all for that just not during a battle. It just seems like the improper time to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, you think you're about to die though, Chan. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. You know, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, unhinged things that would happen. If we were told the meteor will hit the earth mm-hmm. in the next 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I have a feeling a lot of very unsavory things would immediately follow. <laughs> Uh, Fair in 10 point. minutes? Well, I figure that's about how much time they have before they get blown out by these bombs. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, the honestly, the most terrifying, the most shocking scene is what happens next. And I loved it. The scene where the uh, contact is put into, like, a dark room and he's interrogated in a crazy way where there's just a light on him and he can't see the other people. And they start asking him questions. He's like, yo, I got names and addresses of all the people who have been backing scar, the people higher than iron claw, iron claw. Y'all just runs the military faction. There are financial factions, 
There are media factions. Like, uh, Scar is this much bigger thing than you even know. And I got all the receipts. At which point, like, uh, the, the lights come on and they're just like, hi, I'm Iron Claw. And this is the rest of Scar, motherfucker. <laughs> and they yeah, fucking I, I did murder like him. I I kind of wanted to know who the hell this guy is. Uh, no. Because at He's first I was like, oh, are we going to see like someone, someone that we know? I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be Eyepatch Lady, but I thought like maybe we would see some character that we've seen before. And this is clearly just some like white collar tax guy, which is dope, by the way. Like it's a very like Al Capone type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh but like I want, I wanted to hear him say, "Like, look, I did their taxes for years. This is how I know this." I I feel like the real, the real, you know, like the real GI Joes would be like, "Hey, how do you know all this, buddy? Like, what are you? Are you just pulling this out of your ass? Like, is he a senator? How, how, like, I just wanted to, I just wanted one line about who this guy is to the Scar organization." Because bookkeeper would have been cool as hell, or like the yeah. guy who supplies their vending machines would have been dope. Gina will not rest until she gets some hot CPA talk going in her spy shows. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's all she wants. Like, yeah, talk to me about taxes. Oh, yeah. Give me that (laughs) hot 1040. I mean, look, it's April. We're all in the mood. (laughs) Yes. We're all in the mood for for taxes, though, Gina. That's what you're referring to. Sexy tax talk. Yes. Mm hmm. So uh, was that that movie, The Accountant with Ben Affleck? That yes. he's really a spy? That's the one. So that must have been really doing it for you, right, Gina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it turns out he's Batman or something. And also a stupid janitor. It turns out he's a really, I don't really know crappy Batman. <laughs> it's regrettable. So anyway, uh, they flat out whack this dude. Like, obviously, Scar knows who he is. Scar believes him. They get him to fully out himself. And then they turn on the lights and fucking kill him like it was good fellas like this shit was crazy to me did they kill him i wanted them to kill him there's oh, no they way he, they, they, they don't show it because of it's a cartoon for kids but yeah this but dude, i mean like i mean is he gonna like fishes. pop up again no i don't think this uh, then, guy then i dig again. it i did i i like the implication that they murdered him I, I, I believe it's a heavy implication to the I point of love, I don't see like, any other way to read it. To be, to be mailed a finger or something like that. That would have been even cooler. Mail his butt. No, that would, no that's not going to. Because then it just looked like it would take you too long. And you would be like, what is this? Is this thigh meat? What is? What yeah. is? Anybody can send a finger. We sent the butt. Did somebody send us barbecue? What's happening here? Why is this just a... Yeah, see, it's then not... Then G.I. Joe just eats it, it like, it's a, like it's an Omaha Steaks box. Tri-tip? Not, not, mm. not thinking it through. Not thinking it through. Mm. I like my plan. I'm standing by it, and I Mm-mm. don't care if you both disagree. <laughs> Which is also the, the surname of this show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Metalhead gets a success. He's able to rip off the computer program. He's able to reverse the missiles somehow that shoot the the, the people bombing him out. They get taken out and then real, real, just fucking weird, weird moment as the phone starts ringing <laughs> a phone in the base. Just OK, I'll set the scene. A phone. The, the base has been bombed out like this is real bad. This is war zone bombed out building of their base. They have defeated the enemies who were bombing them. They still might be under attack. It's not 100 percent unclear or clear that they're safe. But all of a sudden, a phone starts ringing. They clear off some rubble and find a perfectly intact rotary phone. He answers the dude. Third dude answers the phone is like, guys, we're in the middle of a battle. We can't talk. 
oh dear, oh no, excuse me, hold on, Sergeant Savage, it's for you, next of kin? Maybe not everybody in the audience will recognize us, but I hope that you two will. There's the scene in The Muppets where Mel Brooks is trying to fry Kermit's brain, and, uh, you know, they get all beat up, and, you know, the Nazis get shit kicked out of him and all this. And then a phone rings, and someone's like, uh, Miss Piggy, it's for you? Uh, that's what this reminded me of. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Okay. I'm with it. Uh-huh. We got there. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, did that take way too much time? Absolutely. Yeah, was there <laughs> any point that that's was the- satisfying for all parties involved? Not even a little bit. Am I glad I did it? Very much so. Chan, that's the other surname of this show. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. It's all very long. Um, okay, cut back to Clancy, who is now reporting to the president, being like, man, we lost Stone, but um, we were able to get the information out of the uh, contact. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's still not exposed because then we cut to the hospital. Stone is in a coma and can't talk. He's not dead. He can't He's, talk. I think he can talk. He's making like little grunts. He is. But um, to the point is that Clancy and Iron Claw's secret is known but not known yet. And I kind of like the way that worked out. This is this is actually, this was the most disappointing thing about this. Uh, maybe it's because I've spent the last three days watching shitty soap operas as, as <laughs> part of my <laughs> Emmy voting uh, duties. But it felt very soap opera-y. And, and I, like, I get it. There's only so many ways you can delay this information getting out. But there was a real big part of me that hoped that once they showed him in that like full body cast, like brain damaged, you know, like brain dribbling out his ears mush. He was fucked up. That he would that he would open his eyes in those last 30 seconds and just be like Clancy is Iron Claw. Like I yeah. kind of wanted it to be because I feel like it's it's been done so much and that's why it felt soap opery that like, oh, they're in a coma, but they have this. They have this like important piece of information that we need. So I think it would have been dope if they just subverted that expectation. And and like the nurse was just like, oh, shit, I forgot to tell you, by the way, he woke up earlier and he said, your boss Clancy is someone named Ironclaw. Does that mean anything to you guys? Anyway, he's fine. Mm. Uh, I, I would mean- love that. It's G.I. Joe Extreme, so I feel like it's going to get paid off literally next episode. I mean, I don't, they, think, we're gonna have, I don't think it's going to get drawn out like a telenovela. He got revealed in episode three of the season. I, I think know. You got to cut him some slack. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I mean, like, they're they're moving like they're they, they're getting to the point and I'm here for it. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Like and I'm sitting here being like Roger Slifer, I should say, wrote this one. Comic book legend Roger Slifer. He was the writer. And that's again, as soon as I saw his name, I'm like, this has the potential to be very, very good. Yeah, he's also and the showrunner. So this was my favorite episode of G.I. Joe Extreme that we have watched yet. I will put it on the record. Are we with me on this? I yeah, thought it was okay. good. I'll I, take it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Generally enjoyed it. You know what? That's a win. Yeah. For, for a show that, what, it ranked like 5.4 or something on IMDb? Come on, people. Yeah, this show people need really to wise up to this. Together. Yeah. People need to wise up. People need to rise up and give it f- 10 stars <laughs> on IMDb. That seems a bit much. 
too too many stars. We got we, we, we have to make up stars for people who suck. So you got to give extra. Uh, it's like it's like when you see somebody leave a bad tip in a restaurant. So you got to give an extra five on top of your what you were already going to give to make up for them karmically. Okay, I can see that. I'll get on board for that. It's fair. Okay, so we're yeah. all going on IMDb and giving every episode of this ten stars. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was just going to give an extra five bucks next time I went to a restaurant. <laughs> what are you talking about now? I, you know what? I don't even know anymore. Mm. I feel a little broken. Lord, broken don't on we the all. inside. You wouldn't know the difference. And that's our show. Ladies and gentlemen, that is G.I. Joe Extreme, a traitor among us. Uh, very, very happy. Very, very happy with the direction of season two. We didn't know if it would, you know, suddenly would turn bad. It somehow has turned better, and we enjoyed the first season. So, guys, this is this is some rad, rad stuff. Any final thoughts on this episode before we lay it to rest? No, I I I definitely think that this that all of uh extreme has been very underrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely say that. Um, uh, I didn't lose my mind over this episode, but I enjoyed it. Um, and Mm -hmm. considering what we've been through, uh, you know, that is, that is not a small feat. That is considering what we've survived together, Mm -hmm. considering the horrors of PTSD that we all share (laughs) from some of the things we've had to watch. Some of those things were very recently looking at you beast wars. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious! But great butt though, great weird butt. Um, Check but our yeah. Twitter feed for that one. Uh-huh. You should, if you, yeah, let's be you know, you know at GI Joe Podcast. I'm going to say it again later, but just go follow us at GI Joe Podcast on Twitter. Do you all have anything that you want to plug? Because I do have something I want to plug. Uh, I'm going to plug this delightful back scratcher I got in Chinatown a couple years ago. One oh. of the wheels has fallen off, but like the the little curved. Uh, bamboo fingers at the end of it they're still there and they're still scratching like nobody's business like, Those oh are you know what in that in that vein i will i will say that i went to see i went to see a movie the other day oh dang it, it was everything everywhere all at once yeah and go yeah, what did you see, see it please mm, please strange. go see it it was my favorite movie in years mm. wow so excited I yeah, can't stop uh, thinking I know about a lot of it. people were very excited about this movie that have either seen it and love it or haven't seen it and want to see it. Uh, it seems very, very cool. I thought for sure it would not live up to the hype that I have seen on Twitter, and it exceeded it. Wow. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people just saying, like, I was smiling but in tears the whole time. Yeah, I think Chan will especially like it. That's not an Asian thing. That that's it has to do with what I know about him and his family background. So I, I think it will. You are Asian, so yes. Uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't say. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it it definitely it it hits all the all the right notes, and it it it's it's very everything is very very well done. And the people okay. in it are are very good. So go uh, go see it. Go seriously. Go like pay to go see it. Buy a big popcorn. Uh, fucking go. I like it. Fair enough. Well, I would like to take a moment to pitch uh, the the new Star Wars fan fiction audio drama Legacy. It is an audio drama podcast that you can now find uh, on. Just go to my Twitter feed, and you'll find plenty of links to it on there. 
Um, but that is a new, it is, it is based on some fan fiction storytelling from Crystal Storm, who's been on the Who Would Win show, and she's excellent. And, uh, and yeah, so she's recorded a whole bunch of stuff. Myself, I am on this show playing multiple characters, uh, none of them in episode one. So you can just go ahead and skip that one and go to the next one if you're just, just listening for me. But uh, it's a fun project. Uh, it's sexy Star Wars. And and if sexy Star Wars doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. But it's called Legacy, a Star Wars audio drama podcast. And go check it out. I would like to plug it and and get more listeners for that show because I think it deserves it. Sweet. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, everybody. So otherwise, uh, you can find us on uh, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Hey, if you were on Patreon a couple weeks ago and you just replied to me over the course of three posts and multiple messages, you received a piece of swag regardless of your level with the season six or, you know, season five, if you know, you wanted that instead logo of knowing is half the podcast on something, whether it be a mug, a t-shirt, a pillowcase. We went for it with the pillowcase. I would love to see a picture because <laughs> I think that pillowcase ended up being gigantic. We paid a lot for it. Not going to lie. I bet everyone didn't say pillowcase because that would have been, that would have bankrupted the show. <laughs> but yeah, so we, 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 we took all the Patreon funds and we, we did that. And so I hope everybody enjoys their swag that they got. Otherwise, you can always uh, find our, our store. There should be links to it everywhere uh, all at once. There's a link to it, I believe, in the show notes. So go ahead and click on it from there. And if there isn't, I'll make sure that there is because there should be. What's wrong with me? Anyway, you can find us on uh, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast or facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. On Twitter, we are there at G.I. Joe Podcast. That's primarily how you would reach out to us. Uh, there's rules to it, but I'm not going to tell you what they are right now. Otherwise, individually, you can find me at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that is episode three of season two of G.I. Joe Extreme. We'll be back next week with probably a not G.I. Joe Extreme. So, you know, sorry or awesome, depending on who you are. Till next week, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hmm. I used to call you Splorch. Situation critical. Roll call! Ballistic! Harpoon! Mayday! Black Rider! damage! Quick sight! Metalhead! Right! Lieutenant Stone! The odds are a million to one. And that's the way we like it! Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh I was my just, god. Like, traumatized. I was like, no, my, my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co op partners.